What is up, bosses? Since most of you are entrepreneurs out there, you probably recognize this sound. That is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is our newest sponsor here at Invest Like a Boss. They're a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving entrepreneurs like myself or even Sam and Johnny, all three of us have used Shopify at some point for one of our businesses. They can customize all your needs, give you a great-looking online store that brings your ideas to life, and they even have tools to manage your day-to-day and drive sales. Make your idea real with endless possibilities. I'm going to tell you all about Shopify during the break, but if you want to get a head start, just head over to shopify.com slash iLab. Now, this is important. The I-L-A-B, make sure it's all lowercase, and you'll get a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. You can start selling on Shopify today. You just got to go to shopify.com slash I-L-A-B. That's shopify.com slash I-L-A-B. Like I said, I'll tell you more in a few minutes, but let's get this episode started. Yo, yo, happy New Year's. I feel like trash after drinking like, I think I bought like five bottles of champagne last night. And the only reason I bought so many was it was so cheap. I think each bottle was like, the first ones were like, I think 20 bucks a bottle. And then I found out they had a $12 bottle or a $9 bottle, and I was like, all right, just get that. So I think I, I, think I only spent, like, for sure less than 100 bucks last night. And we had five bottles of champagne on our New Year's party. It was crazy. Welcome to the Invest Like a Boss podcast. I'm Sam Marks. And I'm Johnny FD. We're self-made entrepreneurs who invest our own money and use modern technology to invest like a boss. Join us each week for exclusive interviews with our network of modern investors, business owners, and multimillionaires to discover new ways to invest our hard-earned cash. Ho, 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 Sam. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Johnny, and to all the listeners out there. For the patrons, can you guys see my awesome Christmas sweater? Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Right. <laughs> kind of looks like you You as Santa Claus. Yeah, no, that's why I got it. <laughs> I saw you actually, you shared a photo yesterday of you out in like, look like Kiev. Uh-huh. Uh, also in Christmas attire. Was that the same sweater or different? Yeah, yeah same sweater. So this is, do you, do you realize this is my first ever winter anywhere in the world? That's been cold. I had, no, that seems, that seems crazy though. Yeah, I'm 40 years old. I've never had a, not, not just a white Christmas, but like a cold Christmas. It's not that rare actually from, from being from Southern California and me being from Florida. Cause I've probably only had like two. <laughs> it yeah. just seems kind of absurd, right? Cause we always associate Christmas with cold and uh, snow, but yeah. yeah. Well, if we think about it for our uh, Aussie <laughs> listeners, it's, you know, summertime for them every Christmas. Yeah, do do Aussies even get into Christmas? Do they like do lights up and and stuff, or is it just sort of like a a summer holiday? I know. I think they put uh, Christmas hats on, go down to the beach, have a barbecue, surf. (laughs) At least that's my stereotype of Australians. I don't know if they actually do that or not. Yeah, we'd like to imagine the entire world lit up with Christmas lights. I wonder from space if you can if you could notice a difference uh, at night because so many places have lights on. Yeah, it could be, but I mean, I'm telling you, Kiev is beautiful this time of year. I mean, and they really properly, I mean, the, the tree is, I don't, I don't know how to say, like maybe like 20 stories high, 
it's you know there's ice skating rink there's you know all these little booths having mold wine people are out and about it just feels like a proper proper christmas i've heard in places like yeah. germany or scandinavia it's been um the they're bigger but i've heard most of them are canceled this year so christmas has the been christmas, canceled and like, like the, yeah yeah christmas <clears> festivals <throat> and christmas carnivals it's one of the best parts about europe when, when they do them but yeah, yeah it'd be, be very disappointing if if that was canceled i've seen like instagram photos of some of the places in germany and they just look insane like i don't know yeah it just looks it looks like a you know like a utopia <laughs> of <laughs> like a winter utopia it's just like everyone's happy drinking mulled wine everyone's festive but christmas is just such a good time of the year man it just it, it brings out i think the best in everybody because you're thinking about giving you're thinking about mm-hmm. thanking people you're, you're counting your blessings and i don't know if that's just like a cultural thing or something just inherent in the dna of christmas that just mm. you just act that way but it seems like it just brings out the best in everybody even people that aren't that weren't really raised mm-hmm. uh with christmas they just seem to be kind of uplifted in spirits whenever christmas time comes around yeah, I can see that. And also, you know, it's the end of the year. It's a time where other people are happy. You know, you see little kids being happy and like, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard not to be happy like during this time, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it can be pretty lonely depending on who you, who you are, where you are and who you're with or who you're not with, but yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel bad for all the people who are alone. I feel really bad for my parents this year because it's just them, you know, there's, there's no Christmas parties, the relatives, no one's doing anything. My sister moved to Puerto Rico uh, for taxes. <laughs> and so wow. her and the kids are gone. Yeah. And I'm here in Kiev. It's like, it, it sucks. Yeah. That's tough. My, my brother-in-law <clears throat> flew in um, two days before Christmas. When, when he flew in, he took a rapid COVID test and it was like, it looked like he was positive. Uh-huh. So he went to a hotel and then the next morning took another test and he was positive. Oh no. So he's like 20 miles away in a hotel as we all did like Christmas. And we just had him on video opening gifts, but that's yeah, another that one. And that's that's that... a pretty common case this year. Cause in the U S there's like the, the new COVID strands going, it, it's, it's not like mortality rate is so low. But mm. it's still just raging and, you know, people, people are keeping their distance if they have it. But I've heard countless stories of people like one member in the fa- family's got it and has to isolate Man. for Christmas. Dude, can you imagine you flew all the way back home for Christmas, you know, especially internationally. And then you had to quarantine in a hotel for two weeks and then just go, and then just go back home, like just, you know, leave again. <laughs> that would suck. It totally. And this with this new strand, not to to minimize its effects but as far as i've heard the mortality rate's basically zero and everyone that's getting it's like it's a cold so if it's a cold why are why are if anyone in the in the family had a cold or even a flu at christmas we'd still have them in the house you know we're not going to be hugging and kissing and stuff like that but we still have them in the house they open presents and so why are we we treating this any different and I, i guess I've heard is like, well, we don't know what the long-term effects are and, mm-hmm. um, and, and things like this, but yeah, uh, that <clears throat> it is sad and it really sucks. You know, one thing that I'm very grateful for uh, this year and last year is you and I 
have been still traveling and kind of living life. I and mean, we're not traveling as much as, you know, we did before. We're not, you know, we're not going to, to like certain places um, where, you know, restrictions are very strict, but we've still kind of mm-hmm. like had a normal, like pretty good life, like a normal life. There's so many people, especially in the U S that I hear from that have basically just sat the last two years out and I've just done nothing mm-hmm. and just stayed home. Like that sucks. Like, like, don't don't make 2022 2022 20, 2021 or whatever you know what I mean yeah yeah <laughs> well I think I, I you know a lot of countries are closing down again um I'm trying to get we can talk about this kind of in the travel section of this podcast but I'm trying to get to China and it's like they have pretty much a zero COVID policy. So it's like getting in there in 2022, even if this thing just turns out, this new strand turns out just to be a cold, you know, they're probably going to keep that policy. And so there's like no chance to get into China unless you want to do Why do you, do like you want to go to China? I want to go to this place called, and you've probably heard of it, Shaolin Temple. <laughs> it sounds like, <laughs> it's such like a, a sad marks move. It's a it's a Buddhist kung fu temple. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie uh, Avatar: Last of the yes. Airbenders? Or Last not of the that one. I, I've seen the real Avatar, but not not that one. Oh, you haven't seen? Okay, so that was like a kung fu movie. It's like sort of made for kids, but it's an awesome movie. <clears throat> and that's and that's what they're practicing. They're practicing a lot of the the Shaolin kung fu styles. And I've always had a, a dream, like once I got finished with kind of work, that I would go there and practice. And, and train like it's like two of my favorite things like practicing or studying buddhism and like the uh, eastern philosophies and martial arts and i'm like hey man you know it's not something i'm going to want to do when i'm 50 it's kind of like when bill perkins episode like you have these certain deaths different deaths throughout your life you have your like your party death and then your sporting and athletic death and so this is one of those things that like if i don't do it now i'm probably never going to do it and i think yeah, I think it'd be really healthy for mind and body. Shaolin you know warrior. I think you would enjoy it. The the really funny thing is I had a friend who lived there, like trained there for like a year, and he showed me some photos. And the first thing I noticed was there was there was no Chinese people training there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Not as like, like almost none. Like, you know, maybe the instructors, but like everybody was white or, you know, or black or like basically anything but like, but, but Chinese, uh, it's kind of like the Muay Thai camps in Thailand. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's different ones, you know, there's now it's become like a franchise where people are opening Shaolin temples in different countries. Like even mm-hmm. there's one in India in Mumbai. I just, I just saw, got introduced to the guy that started it, but the, the original one, uh, in, I think it's called eBay, H E B E I in like central Hubei. China. And then there, uh, and then there's one also called uh, in Yunnan, which is kind of s- southern okay. China, that looks really cool. But that looks a little bit more, yeah, like foreigner f- facing. But I don't know, man. I love the martial arts. It's like it, it's such a like you do jujitsu, Johnny. It's like it's such a, a, a awesome discipline that you can basically do your entire life and never perfect. You'll just always find yeah, ways yeah. To, to improve your even with like Muay Thai, where it's just like strikes. I mean, you can yeah. you can kick ten thousand times you can practice a kick and you'll still find ways to improve it. Yeah. So that, yeah, especially jujitsu. That's something I actually want to get back into now that I'm settled, but I don't have a mm-hmm. washing machine right now. So I need to uh, wait till I have that. I've been doing laundry in the, in the bathtub. 
sounds like a Johnny FD move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been, but I've when been you living, do, yeah. this is what, this is, this is funny because when you, when you live that way, you realize you don't need that much. Like you don't yeah. need a washing machine. It's, it's convenient, but I was doing, mm-hmm. I was washing my clothes in a sink like a month ago when I was in Thailand at the Muay Thai camp. And I only had like two to three pairs of clothes Mm-hmm. And I was washing it every day in the sink. And I'm like, this is fine. This is great. I don't, I don't yeah. have that much choice. <laughs> I get here in South yeah. Carolina. I got like endless amounts of clothes, washing machines, dryer, all, all, all the appliances. And I'm like, I don't need, need this stuff, man. It's like, I almost want to go back to just washing stuff in the, like, the sink. It's kind of yeah. it was awesome and limiting in a, in a nice way. Well, you know, the, okay, so the washing machine, I like having one. But first off, like in the U.S., we have these giant washing machines, even for like single people. Like I I was watching these tiny home videos and people were bragging about having a full size washer dryer, you know, and like a full size fridge in their tiny house. And I was like, (laughs) the whole point of going tiny is to be able to live more minimalistically, just get like an apartment sized fridge. Like it's still plenty big, you know, and get like a small, you know, like washing machine and here actually I, I would say the u.s is one of the only countries in the world that even uses dryers everyone else just hangs it up to dry and it's completely fine and actually i like it's better for your clothes it lasts longer it's better for the environment use less electricity yeah and it's really not very hard because once you once it goes through the spin cycle on the washing machine it's already like you know 40 percent dry so you just kind of hang it up for a day or two and it's yeah. it's done and what do you do in, in like Kiev in the winter? You just ha- hang it up inside, right? Yeah, you hang it up inside. Or actually a little trick is people just hang it on, uh, put it on top of their radiator and it dries in, like super mm. quick. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing that actually in Scotland back in the day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Back to the basics. Maybe that'll be the theme for 2022. Yeah, well, actually for, for 2022, I'm hoping I actually start living like like a nice baller life in a comfortable apartment once this is finished. Cause I've been 2021 <laughs> for me has been like, I've been basically living like I was homeless for the last year, sleeping on like on bare floors in the sleeping bag, like just crash on friends, couches. And it was all because I thought my place would be moving ready sooner. But as everyone will learn, like renovations always take twice as long and cost twice as much as you expect. Uh, I, sh- I, one regret I have in 2021 was not, ju- was just, I should have just rented an apartment for an entire year and said, you know what, let me, let me just like lock this in, have a place mm-hmm. um, and not, you know, try to like, you know, like, like try to see if I can move in earlier. Cause it's, it's been uh, a, the, the biggest headache in my life, you know, this year, just kind of moving crap, you know, crap back and forth and like, you know, trying to sleep, like in one room that's not being, you know, dusty, you know, that's not dusty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you could have yeah. rented a place, but you have that experience now with you. And I, I yeah. certainly enjoy hearing about you sleeping on floors. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, any, any regrets in 2021 for you? 
This week's sponsor of Invest Like a Boss is Shopify. Shopify is more than a store. You can connect with your customers, drive sales, manage your day-to-day, and Shopify accepts all major payment methods. They have thousands of integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots and so much more. You can join the over 2 million entrepreneurs that are on Shopify making sales every 28 seconds. In fact, there's another one. So like I said, Sam, Johnny, and myself have all personally used Shopify. It's so easy to get started. You can supercharge your knowledge, your sales, and your success. And to help you with that success, you're going to get 14 days free and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. All you got to do is go to shopify.com slash iLab. That's shopify.com slash I-L-A-B make sure that iLab is all lower case. You can start selling on Shopify today. One more time, you just got to go to shopify.com slash iLab, get your free 14-day trial. Oh, regrets. It was, it was by far the most challenging year of my life. <clears throat> um, but do I have regrets from it? Uh, no, I mean, I think there's there's a lot of things that I hadn't handled well on a personal level, which is, is difficult to, I don't know if I have regret about it. Just kind of wish I hadn't gone through it or gone through it that way. But, you know, I think it's just all, all part of the journey and hopefully 2022 just is, uh, yeah, better, better in different ways, you know, but I think, you know, it was, it was a difficult year for a lot of people on different levels. So it's it, whether it was directly uh, influenced by COVID or not, but, at the end of the day, everyone's way of life was disrupted in, in, in ways. And, and mine, mine was, um, you know, mostly on, on a relationship level, but mm-hmm. he's got to, he's got to learn from it and roll with it. That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. 2021 was a weird year for me relationship wise. Well, but like, it's, uh, you know, everything, everything's okay. We're, we're, I, we're very fortunate to be in the position we are, uh, yeah. and also, not having have had kids uh, or been married because that complicates things so much. Yeah. Well, that's been part of my, my conundrum actually is like what to do on that, on that level, like just keep doing what I'm doing or to, to settle down. And, and because I wasn't able to make a decision on that, it's caused a lot of, a lot of problems, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I have some clarity for the going forward for the future, but man, I'm still like, I'm, I'm still massively confused. Like there's this thing that's called a, a dark night with a soul. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay. What is it? Well, it's basically like, it's, it's like a crisis, uh, or it could, it could be a midlife crisis or whatever, but it's like some event happens and then it just triggers this, this massive wave of, of loss of meaning, loss of conf- like mm-hmm. massive confusion about everything you're doing and everything that used to orient your life, like doesn't make sense anymore. Um, and and that's pretty much what's happened to me. And like, and I'm so disoriented right now and I'm like looking everywhere for the answer. And I think I'm starting to get some clarity, but it's such a indescribable thing unless you've gone through it. And it's, it's just, it's really, really, really crappy. Um, especially when you can't be like around friends and family as easily for, Mm -hmm. for various reasons because of travel restrictions and stuff. So I've been dealing with that. I spent like the whole year, like just reading philosophy and, and kind of 
studying like existentialism and existential crises and stuff like that. And I've been taking notes like, like crazy, but it's like, I don't even know if all that helped, you know, mm. I'm, I'm glad I went through it, but I'm, I'm glad I went through the, the motions of trying to, to find answers and solutions, but I'm not even sure I came out with anything tangible. Mm. I think it's just like a time thing that there's a time variable that you kind of have to go through that sort of heals you. But even going into 2022, like I just, I don't even know, I don't know how to orient myself. Like, where am I going to live? It's like, we'll go back to Asia or go to Spain or stay here in this. And it's like the canvas of the world has gotten too big for me to like, with no anchors, right? I've like yeah. no anchors. I got the place in Spain now. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to be in Spain anymore. So uh, Sam, it's a, uh, I, I actually do understand what you're going through. Cause I actually went through something very similar in the last couple of years and it sucks. Mm-hmm. I think the, the explanation of why it happens is first, you know, there's the paradox of choice when you have too much mm-hmm. choice. Yeah. It's like life is unhappy. Right. Um, yeah. Because whatever decision you make or whatever choice you make, there was 50 others that you could have made that might, might've been better. Um, yeah. And you're always going to you know stress about that. The happiest people are the ones with not that much choice in life. <laughs> you know, they, they have they they have so little free time to actually think about what they want, and then yeah. during the little free time they have, they're just you know very just grateful to be able to do the you know they're like where can I afford to go on vacation in the you know constricted amount of time I have you know on time off, and almost every choice seems good, you know they're like yeah. yes I get four days in you know in Mexico at the and you know they have like a price limit of you know what they can afford they're like yeah that sounds great i'm gonna do that you know and they'll talk about that for the next two years you know while they plan you know their next vacation uh for us you know i mean just the fact that you can live in you know three four different countries it's like you're like man well you know if i'm in one i'm missing on the other ones you know or right. if i'm you know this has this benefit this has this benefit uh in retrospect, for me, Kiev actually isn't the best place for me to live. You know, mm-hmm. like I like I hate the winter. Like I I, I hate the cold. I, I don't do very well in the cold. Uh, I think physically, you know, I can be wearing more clothes than the next person, and I'll 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 actually like I'll physically hurt. Um, and you know, I miss the beach. I miss the, you know the warmth. I miss that. You know, like the people that, that I know in Chiang Mai and you know Thailand, like my friends and things like that. But because I bought the property here and I'm still kind of in the process of renovating, they have to be here. It's given me no other choices where I have to be here, and because of that, I've kind of accepted mm-hmm. it and it allows me to be happy. Um, I think that having, like, I, I, there was a there's a saying. It's very simple: to be happy, you only need three things: someone to love. Someone who loves you and something to do. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. And that's it. you know, it could be back to back, you know, back to the basics. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's so true, man. Um, I, so you mentioned paradox of choice. There's a book yeah. written uh, by Barry Schwartz and it was written in 2004. Imagine the, how the world's changed since 2004 and everything he said in that book is spot on. But with regards to choice, choice has exploded in the last mm-hmm. 15 years, 16, yep. 17 years since he wrote that book because of the internet, e-commerce, yep. travel, everything's become much more accessible. <laughs> and 
I reached out to him because I was like, man, I like, I need, like, I, I read your book. I, I get it all. Like, I just, I need to talk to you about this because like, I'm suffering. Like, and I ended up, uh -huh. I, I spoke to him for a couple hours. Great guy. Oh, wow. And, okay. and it was like, it was, it was great to speak to him, but it just reinforced like my thinking. And there's a, there's a podcast uh, by Timothy Keller called Gospel of Life. It's a, it, it's a, it's a Christian one, but Timothy Keller is, um, he's extremely like smart, intelligent guy. That's like, he's, he's like, um, what's it called? Well, he's an intellectual, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he blends sort of like science with history, with understandings of the cosmos. Uh, and it, like he brings all this in and, and then it has a Christian narrative, but I love listening to his stuff. Cause he's just like, he's just a book of knowledge. And he's, he says, he's like the worst thing that God can give you or, or do to you is make all of your material dreams come true. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, how can there, how can, how can Christianity be real? Or how can religion be real? If like, you see all these horrible things happening to good people, yet you see all these horrible people that are getting rich beyond their means. It was because it doesn't make them happy. It's the mm. worst thing that could happen to them. Yeah. Right. It just makes them more and more miserable. And I, I get that now, like, because this thing, wealth creation, if, if you're not ready for it, which I wasn't like it, you know, it can, it can do a lot of damage and the confusion, confusion. I, I don't know how many people have like gone through it, but for me, it's been the worst thing. Cause I just wake up every day. I'm like, I am just so disoriented, like on what to do. And my brain never stops running, but I had this like moment of peace when I was in Thailand, um, whatever, um, a month ago. And I was at that Muay Thai camp and it was the simplest mm -hmm. life imaginable. And it was also commune. It was like a commune where I was training mm -hmm. and it was, you wake up every day, three hours of training. And then you, you basically help out in the commune, like, you know, picking rice or climbing trees and getting coconuts or whatever the food's prepared for you. So you have no choice on food. You just finish training. There's mm -hmm. a set food ready for you. You help out, you take a, a little nap in the afternoon, you go back for three hours of training food's ready for you. And then it's like lights out by nine o'clock and you basically go in your room and read a book for an hour and that's it. And they're living off, they're living off the land. And it was, mm -hmm. like, could I do it for multiple years? I don't know, but it was so peaceful just not having choice and being there with yeah. a small tight knit community, even though I couldn't even speak to these people, but they were like uh, this bond because we were doing everything yeah. together and we were supporting each other in, in a very simple way of life. Um, and I'm like, man, maybe that's, that's kind of how the Shaolin temple thing came about. I, I had that experience there and I'm like, I just need, maybe I need to just go do this for six months and see if this lifestyle is better and just get away mm -hmm. from all like the material and all the travel and all the, the desires and the, the distractions of the mind and just be like, you know, I've done this lifestyle for the last 10, you know, 10 years, basically try something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, just the other day I was talking to my, my good buddy, Chris, and we were reminiscing about our lives in, in Thailand back in, you know, 2013 or you know whatever it was. And we were so happy, you know, and, yeah. you know, now we're both vastly more financially successful than we were back then. But he's like, I, he's like, I would give, I would trade it. He's like, I would give it, you know, I would give it all up to go back and just. He's like, why was I so much happier back then? I was, he was like, I was making so little money, you know. We like, we were eating cheap Thai food because we we couldn't afford to eat at fancy restaurants. We were staying in like very kind of basic, you know, places. But we were mm -hmm. so much happier back then than we are now. It, it's it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's a paradox and. 
everyone listening, like we're not trying to convince you to, to not um, chase your, your, your material dreams and, and the wealth that's ahead of you. I just find it very interesting in, in reflection, which I'm basically doing every day now. Like how did this kind of get to this point where I have more money now that, than I need for effectively like multiple lives, but I have nothing that I actually want to spend my money on because I know it's not going to do anything good. Every yeah. single thing I buy or every, you know, business class flight I take or whatever, it, it almost makes things worse in a way. Yeah. Um, and that, that's kind of how I'm looking at like the next year ahead where it's like, I need to get away from any type of material pursuits and I have to find a way to start putting my money uh, to service of, of other people because it's not, it's at this mm -hmm. point, it's not doing me any good, but maybe if I find a cause or, a, a, you know, and, and, and here's the other thing is like, look, you go to, go to Thailand where these people are living off nothing. It's like, well, maybe I go there and like help out somehow with my money. But, but actually if you, if you, if you built like that village up nicer with like more nice. infrastructure or tried to help them out, you'd probably just be doing them harm. Right. Because they are seemingly yeah. so, so happy and content and a content mind is a happy mind. So, yep. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. It's 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 hard because yeah, like some people might be screaming like, "Just give the money away," and yeah. it's not that simple. Because first, like, we worked so hard for it that if we just gave it away and now we're broke, I don't think that makes us happy either. It, like, you know, it's if like the solution would have been to have this knowledge now, go back six years and not have worked so hard and enjoy, you know and enjoy those six years. So if yeah. somebody can. You know, allow us to trade you know this money for our time back our youth back yeah that, that's that's fair but if you just want us to give it to some charity that is gonna you know uh spawn you know like squander yeah. anyways they're like no that's not gonna make us happy right but i do agree yeah. that like using our money for certain things like you know yeah like here's a good example uh i was dating this girl who's living like super broke right like you know she mm -hmm tiny little apartment she didn't even have a real bed it was just like a fold-out sofa bed that was like half broken so she could only sleep on like a third of it with uh and i really was thinking i was like you know what maybe her life would be better if i like you know bought her like a like a tv bought her like a, some furniture you know everything and then i was like you know what i don't know if giving someone money um especially like in a relationship and especially in the beginning, like, I, I don't think I would feel good about it. And I don't think, I don't think I, would, I could respect someone who I'm just like giving money to. Like I wanted her just to quit her job. So she would have more free time, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but I was, And I was like, yeah, you know, you're only making 700 bucks a month. Let me just give you the 700 bucks a month. But I don't think I could respect someone or want to be with someone who, you know, I'm giving money to, you know what I mean? I feel just weird about that. Right. Yeah. So I mean, maybe if it evolves that yeah. way, like and you want to have a family and you're like, yeah, quit your job and I'll support you. But like to do it straight out of the gate would be. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is like, it's, if they're okay, if they were raising like our children and they were at home, like, you know, cooking, cleaning, doing things like that, then I would happily you know, support them hundred percent say, you know what, like this, you know, like, don't worry about any of the bills. Like I'll pay for everything. But even then I feel weird just giving them money as like, you know, here's your shopping money every, you know, every month or something. I, I feel yeah. like I'd still want them to have like some kind of side gig where they can make their own money. And, you know, if they want to buy the Chanel purse, 
that's with their own money, like that's mm-hmm. that's on them. But I, w- I don't think I would ever feel comfortable buying even my wife, you know, uh, expensive clothes for no reason. Like it just, it would always, yeah. I think it'll always feel weird. I think it's a bad habit too. No, not with us no, now knowing and going through what we've gone through, where we've seen increase of wealth and material not do any good mm-hmm. uh, in our lives to be, to be then doing that with another, like with, with our significant other, it would be sort of, it would be difficult. I think for us to, to go down that route, like I'm trying to get rid of basically all material, like everything I see, I'm just like, this is, this is just going to cause headaches. This is not the right thing. I want to get back to the basics and live simply. Um, so I guess what I'm saying, Johnny, is should we just go back to Thailand, live in a small village and, and get back to the simple stuff, bring Chris, get a little commune of people. And that's why I think college was so good. It's not because we were just young and full of optimism. That's part of it. But it was because we were living so basic and we just had friends around and we weren't, we didn't have yeah. options. We weren't thinking about where am I going to spend a quarter of the year, a quarter of the year, a quarter of the year. It's like, no, this is what we have. We're going to do the, we're going to have the most fun we can with it. We can hang out with our buddies, drink beer on, sit on a street corner and uh, eat, eat noodles. And like, that's, that's what we have and we're going to enjoy it. Oh, I did miss that. Uh, you know what? I, I yeah. do want to go back. I, I seriously want to go back. Let, let's, let's, let's talk about it for, I, I want to stay here until my, my, my place is completely done. It, it's kind of mm-hmm. the final stretch, but I think for like February, March, when it gets really cold here, I want to go somewhere warm. And I was thinking either South America or if Thailand's open, I'm happy to go there. All right. Well, let's come up with a plan. Cause actually it's thinking of both of those on my, my radar as well, but yeah, I think in, in summary, um, 2021, most, most difficult year I've ever had strictly because of just confusion and the, the process I went through. I lost my girlfriend because of the confusion, didn't know what to do, caused a lot of harm, still, you know, still feel completely shattered from that and have no, mm-hmm. no orientation of what to do. I think a lot of people, if like, if you had, like, I have some friends that are like, dude, just go out and like, you know, rent yachts and fly mm-hmm. private planes and go to the, mm-hmm. you know, these crazy events. And I'm like, none of that. I don't enjoy any of that because I'll do that and I'll still feel bad and it'll make everything worse. Right. When you're on a, mm-hmm. when you're on a yacht and you're doing something super luxurious and you feel bad in your head and heart and you're looking around and say, I have no excuse for this because I have all this material that anyone who mm-hmm. ha- had this would be looking at and say, you've got it made, man, that it makes it worse. So yeah. I can't, you know, it's not an option. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Uh, and, and I do like the idea about finding ways to not give money away, but like spend it in a way that, that makes us happy. Like I, I've been wanting to give better, like bigger tips, especially to people who actually deserve it. You know, like, so, you know, the guy who, the taxi driver who like, you know, who didn't cancel on me and, and drove me home in the snowstorm. Like I want to give him a big tip, you know, the yeah. like people who are working hard, like, you know, I, I want to take care of them um, and then, you know, kind of make them their lives a bit better. So it's, uh, it's going to be a good year. Uh, the last time we spoke, your place in Barcelona was broken into what, what happened with it? Yeah. I got broken into um, damage. Wasn't too bad. Uh they stole personal things, stole my, my bike. It was an expensive bike. It was like $4,000 bike, which in hindsight mm-hmm. is kind of ridiculous, but I, actually I love yeah. that bike. Um, 
you know, it's like, man, it caused such a, 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 a caused such a problem, like even in the building, because people are like, oh, if he's got like cleaners coming over and a cook come over a couple of times and contractors and like decorators. So like guys letting all types of people in the building, uh, then my place gets robbed. When they robbed it, I didn't realize they stole a set of keys. So then after like two oh. weeks after it got robbed, I had to notify the building. I'm like, yeah, it looks like they stole keys. So they've keys the whole building. So then the building's like on high oh, alert. No. Right. So they had to replace locks. And like, at this point, I feel like I'm basically like a problem child of the building, right? Like yeah. I'm the only foreigner in the building. And most people have lived in there for 10, 20 years. Um, mm. But the last couple of weeks I got insurance, I got all the, the locks switched and I got a uh, alarm system put in, which is like, it's like 40 euros a month. You know, it's okay. just like another, it's just so many little bills come, are starting yeah, to pile yeah. up for this place. Uh-huh. And um, at the end of the day, like there's no real way to, to keep that place safe. If, mm -hmm. if, a, if uh, thieves are willing to climb to scale a 14 foot wall and then scale yeah. another 14 foot balcony to get, get up onto the terrace. It's like, and you hear now that these it's, it's really bad. Like the, the amount of crime that's going on and they're just getting more yeah. and more aggressive. <clears throat> they're climbing up like gas lines and stuff where if like that gas line rips, like you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um I think this is I don't know if it's a global thing but it's certainly a Spain thing where the crime rates are just ramping up big time so Yeah, Spain, part of Italy, San Francisco. I hate to say it man, but it's like those really liberal places that yeah. It's for some reason just like it just it I think it's like saying, oh, you know what? Yeah, go ahead and steal from, from people. You know, poor you, poor, you know, you've had a tough life, so go ahead and be a criminal. And like, I hate it. I hate it so much. Got to have law and order. Humans are yeah. animals, and if they don't have consequence and they don't have limitations, it's not a good thing. Yeah. On, on all different levels. Like, we just talked about having limitations on just, like, lifestyle and choice, you know? Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to crime, like, People will do savage things if they can do it without consequence. Yeah, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. And you know, even if you know ninety percent of people won't, ten percent is a lot of people to to, to do all the bad stuff. You know, like yeah. and so, you know, and like there was a huge wave of people sawing off catalytic converters, you know, uh, because the fines were so low, and it was like, and people just you know destroyed people's cars. You know, like, you know, mm -hmm. waste people's time needing to like spend two, three weeks without a car to get a new one uh, ordered and installed. It's terrible for the environment. It's like just to get like that little bit of, you know, whatever, you know, materials and that, that kind of converter, especially from like Priuses and stuff like that. And I'm glad they're starting to crack down on it, crack down on it, but it's like one of those crimes that shouldn't be prevalent, you know, like one, per like this should happen. It should happen once. And then the cops should be like, you know what? if we catch you doing this, we're going to saw off your hand, you know, and you know, yeah. people are going to stop doing it. Yeah. And, and the crime, like justice system just doesn't even make sense here. Like, I still have these things on my record, underage drinking from 15 years ago, but yet yeah. you can steal, you can go in a store and steal something under a thousand dollars in California. And it doesn't go on your record. Like some, sh I mean, theft is, theft is bad. That for, for me, theft is up there. Like if you steal something and you're an adult, I mean, I think a lot of people steal stuff when they're like 16, whether it's mm. like going into 
some neighbor's house and stealing a beer or whatever. But like when you're an adult and you steal something, that's, that's a big indication that you have some flawed character that needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, we definitely, I don't know. I, I wish that I was raised better. I did it, you know, shoplift when I was young, but it is under, more understandable. Um, yeah. But, you know, we need to grow out of that and realize like, oh, you know what? This is like, we shouldn't, we can't do this, you know, like this, yeah. we're not a part of society. You can't, you can't trust anyone. That's what I like about Ukraine is even though crime happens, the punishments are severe. So, you know, it's, at least it, it it like discourages you know a, a crime and and some re- for some weird reason there's no crime in rich areas in, in Ukraine and like people like it's a common thing for people to say oh yeah don't worry you live in the center I'm like what does that mean like you know you would think criminals would come here to rob rob people because it's there's people have more money but I think what it is is because people have more money and people are connected that if you rob them they will. F- you know, they'll, they'll find like, they'll pay off a cop or they'll, you know, someone will yeah. like, you know, destroy them versus if you commit a crime in like some small, you know, poor neighborhood, like nobody cares, like nobody will follow up on it. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate safe places so much more now, even my parents, they came to see me in, in Spain and they came back, they left their car Atlanta airport when they got back and the car had been broke into the car had been drilled into, they had taken a drill and drilled holes in the back to try to pop the back open. And there was nothing even visible in the car. Like it's sitting at an airport. There's no luggage in it. They literally got a $5 bill. All that work for a $5 bill that they found in the, in in the uh, dashboard. So I don't know. That's another big reason for the calling back to Asia for me is like, you never have problems in Asia, like maybe in yeah. some places in Southeast Asia, like Vietnam, Cambodia, but it's very limited. Uh, and, and across most of Asia, you're never going to have a problem of crime. Zero in, in, in Japan, zero in Taiwan, almost zero in Chiang Mai. It's, it's, such, a, it's such a paradise to be in. Yeah. And it, it warms your yeah. heart, you know, because yeah. you see, I've had a, like a homeless guy in Bangkok come, I dropped my wallet out of like a seat on like a one of those outdoor bars and some uh-huh. like homeless guy grabbed my wallet and like chased me down and i'm like it just warms your heart and it makes you want to yeah. do good it makes you yeah. want to 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 um you know to help out the community when you hold a door for someone yeah. and they like basically bow to you and acknowledge you and thank you it makes you want to do it more when you do that in yeah. New York city and someone t- talks on the phone and doesn't even acknowledge you and walks straight oh, in the door. Say, it yeah. makes you never want it. It makes you never want to do it again. So yeah, I agree. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So two things, if you haven't added to your Barcelona place mm-hmm. camera with like a uh, internet, internet feeds. Yeah. We got a motion camera of some sort. I got to figure out exactly what it is. Okay. So make sure that uploads, online somewhere so you have this kind of instant backup like and then mm-hmm. also you can kind of you can check on it so if if it triggers you can see on your phone who's there at least at least you have a recording and the second yeah. thing i would add that isn't popular in, in barcelona but in ukraine it is is that door lock that's a double deadbolt on both sides so if they break in they can't go out the front door so they told me that they have these like x-ray things where these guys that most of the guys that are doing the crime, they're like professionals and there's virtually uh-huh. no 
front door lock that they can't get out of. Like they come in with like this little machine that can get like basically open any of them. I don't know how true that is, but they said like there's no security deposit box or anything that you can put in your apartment or any double lock that they can't get out of. Like if they can't get out the front door, I heard that. I was like, holy shit. That that could all just be scare tactics by the alarm company as well. Yeah. Yeah. That could be. And and the thing is like, I'm sure they could try to break down your front door, but that will cause a a big scene and noise, which, uh, yeah. You know, like, like, like here's the thing is nothing is, there's no such thing as a hundred percent security, but you want to make, you want to deter it to make it more difficult for them and make them just want to give up. Just be like, you know what? Cause yeah. the thing is, if your, if your alarm is blazing, they might not care that much. And they're just like, all right, let's grab a couple of things and just go out the front door. But then if your alarm is blazing and then there's a double deadbolt and they're like, oh man, I'm about to spend 20 minutes drilling out this lock or, you know, trying to smash this yeah. door, you know, open this door. They might just say, you know what? Let's just go back out the window and then just, you know, <laughs> And, yeah. and just call it a day, you know? Well, I'm, I'm going to keep the place for at least another year, see how it goes, see how much of a headache it is. Um, I spoke to one of our patrons, Matt McCabe, and he just did the, uh, the Golden Visa in Portugal. And all uh-huh. you have to do there is put money into a, a, a real estate fund. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, maybe, yeah, maybe just do that. And then when I want to come to Spain... Like, I don't, I don't really love Barcelona, to be honest. I, I like it, but it's, uh-huh. it's a city that's like, <laughs> it's all, I think it's a great place to go visit because it's just like, uh-huh. you know, endless great little sites and bars and stuff. But when living there, like you're just yeah. surrounded by people that are bar hopping and it's kind of a, it's kind of a sin city. And, and I don't really want to spend the next 10 years of my life, like <laughs> surrounded by that. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe just get the, the Portuguese one. And then you can just yeah. anytime you want to go anywhere in Europe, you can go anywhere in Europe. You're done, and you can just yeah. rent a place. I, I, yeah, that's that's a good uh, that's a good idea. I like it. Yeah. So speaking of uh, money, I think we should uh, end this public part and hop over to what we've made, what we've sold, and how our net worth has changed in 2021. So thank you guys for listening on the public podcast. If you want access to the full recording, including all the quarterly updates, the moves that we're making uh, financially, join our Patreon. Uh, The full recording will be there. Just go to investlikeaboss.com slash Patreon. For as low as five bucks a month, you'll have access to all these quarterly updates and what we're personally investing in uh, and making money from. Thanks for listening to the Best Like a Boss podcast. Join our mailing list at bestlikeaboss.com to get exclusive access to our insider investment folios and our private members forum. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Tell your friends and leave us a review in the iTunes store. It helps more than you know. See you guys next week.